I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. How have I been this successful in life? Welcome to this week's edition of the Unman Podcast. I am your host, Lance Official. I've been out, I think, the last few shows. We had an off week, so nice to be back. Talk to you guys. No cast. Cast is gone, so that's a lot better than last time I, I talked to you guys. So, how are you guys doing? Love and life. Yeah? <laughs> you sound very enthused, Brad. <laughs> Good. Uh, I mean, it is cottage season. Yeah. Mm. I, I was at the, the cottage a couple weekends ago, going back for a week at uh, next month. So, yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's been like 30-something degrees uh, here every day for the past week. Is that a, hot? A good, good kind of 30. That's like 80-something. 80 80 wow. Yeah. yeah. Really? 86? Yeah. It was 86 yes, there? It gets that hot there? It was hotter than that. I think it probably broke 90. It was like 32 or 33 today. Dude, it was oh. it was like that for like two weeks here. That's hotter. That's yeah, way hotter than here. Our uh, our trees didn't light on fire when it got that hot here. Yes. Jeez. I didn't know it got that hot where you live. Yeah. I know. That's crazy. Have I mean, to we build get... all our igloos. It's, uh, yep. it's terrible. Next week's going to be nuts. It's supposed to get up to like 95 already. Gross. But it's different there. When it's 95 here, it feels like 110. So the humidity in Nashville, not, not so great. Did you guys celebrate the American holiday, Memorial Day? We celebrate Victoria Day. Yes. The week prior. Victoria Day. What is that? Day. For the queen. For Queen Victoria. You guys still got a queen over there? Uh, we've got a king now, actually. Got a king? Yeah. Mm. Short king. No, short I think he's, he's... I don't think he's short. I think he's tall and gangly and awkward. And he's really old, though. Inbred and all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah. He looks like he could die soon, too, though. Oh, yeah, we hope so. I wouldn't be surprised. A couple of years. Well, Eventually, good. we'll we'll tear off the yoke of the monarchy, and uh, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense, as, especially as an American. We just, even when you explain it to us, we just we don't understand. Hey, we burned down your guys' uh, White House twice, so don't talk shit to us again, or we'll we'll do it a third time. We went to Atlanta for Memorial Day. It was fun. Went to, the, went to a Braves game. Did they do like, uh, they lost like a ceremonial the bombing uh, or anything like that for Memorial Day? You know, no, just so some singing and then kids ran the bases uh, after okay. the game. I hit the over. There was I bet the over just because I wanted action while I was there. And the Braves scored seven runs in the first, which was nice. There you go. Yeah. Those were on you. Seltzers, maybe. Um, I didn't, I didn't drink any when we were there. You know, I just can't get down for those $12 beers. Wow. $12. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I drank, I drank, I had drank the, the day before we had a bunch of people over at our friend's house we were staying at, which was fun, but 
Yeah, it was good. And I hit golf balls today for the first time since September and it didn't hurt too bad. So that was good because I started my therapy like a week ago because I just got the cast off two weeks ago after six weeks in the cast. And they told me it'd be six to eight weeks of therapy. So I had my first therapy session last last week and I passed every single test and they canceled the rest of my therapy because I'm so awesome. I know. Too good. I was sending Trump memes. Like, no one's ever had a recovery like this. This is the best recovery ever. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually true. People are saying. Yeah, it's big. It's bigly. It's real good. It's the best. It's the best recovery anyone's ever seen. I've never seen a bone heal so so well. It's amazing. Um, So, yeah, I got the – I hit some golf balls. I got four rounds of golf in the books in seven days to see if my thumb falls off. They were like, take it slow, though. And I was like, all right. (laughs) Four rounds of golf in seven days. Is it your top hand or bottom hand? Uh, it's my left. And are you a lefty or a righty? Righty. Yeah. All right. So that's your left. Oh. This is the surgically repaired. Do you uh, do you swap them for putting though? Are you a no. switch? No. Right. Just a standard standard putter. Though sometimes I dabble with the claw if I'm not feeling it. You ever clawed it up? Mm. Just white claw. Overhand. Overhand. What? <laughs> You have a weird putting stroke? You do weird stuff? No. They don't make but... putters that are tall enough for Sean, so he has to like reach down and do some some weird shit. Probably. That's not true, because I have monkey arms, so it's actually easy for me to... Uh... The claw's not bad. It feels good sometimes. Get a little claw on. Forces the lock. It's nice. Mm. Ella, yeah. they never get my jokes. They're too highbrow for these fellas. Yes, very highbrow. That is your comedy. That's the neuters, though. <laughs> Nice. Neuter season. It's nice out. Have you had the high noon? I've not. It's so I've never had it. I, I drink. I drink seltzers. I like seltzers. They're they're good. And I've always just had the regular seltzers or whatever. And I've never had high noons because I don't like vodka. It's vodka, and I don't like it. But I tried it one time. It's amazing. It's so much better than all the other seltzers. So if you have it in the Canada, suggest it. I think we do. Uh... Do you guys get uh, Cottage Springs down there? Is is that a thing? No. Mm. Cottage Springs is is very solid. They uh, they did tequila sodas this year for the first time. Uh, Interesting. Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. We got some Labatt. Yep. Whenever I go yeah. down to Buffalo, um, that's one of the featured beers. They've got like the Labatt draft house beside the arena there and yeah. all the bats all the feature like we don't drink that shit up in canada what the fuck are you guys doing drinking it down here it's like in the u.s um we sell foster's beer australian beer and like no one in australia, in australia drinks it, yeah. <laughs> like they sell it at outback lr lr was thinking you were a bud light guy you know the whole funny thing with this bud light thing that i was surprised about the most Bud Light was the number one beer. Has any of these people tasted it? Bud Light has it's, always been the worst beer. Yeah, but it's it's Bud Light. It's just watered down. You can crush a bunch. It's you drink Miller Light because it tastes less uh, shitty. Bud Light tastes like warm piss. If I'm going for like the watered down beer, I'm gonna go for Light. like Michelob or something. The Ultra. Yeah. 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 I do like a good Target. Target's a, a solid store. Target, 
we had Target for a while, like a couple years up in Canada. Wasn't, wasn't even a couple years. Pretty sure it was like six months, and then they it, it was Target great while it was here. Uh, we Target yeah. every road in the U.S. <laughs> well, well, the, maybe they'll have to come back to to Canada now. Yeah, yeah. All the... they're getting the. I I didn't read that whole thing. I thought the Bud Light thing was stupid. Like. The target market for Bud Light is extremely low IQ individuals who live in the South. So they decided to do that marketing campaign. I was offended as someone in sales, honestly. Like that was like someone who's worked in sales and marketing for a long time. I was offended. They thought that would be good. But anyway. Yeah. So um, we do not have a, a recap show to cover this week. So we can go right into this glorious card, I guess. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about before? No? Not that I can think of. No. We good? More uh, more PFL guys uh, popping for steroids is hilarious. <laughs> All of them. I they actually started testing fun. or they just got uh, bad fucking steroid blockers or what's going on? There? There's more... <laughs> I think more people got like tested positive than tested clean. It's like everyone. It's great. Champs. Fucking. Yeah. That's awesome. Who doesn't want steroids in MMA though? Right. Like that's. But that's why they generally make it like an IQ test. Like when they don't do enhanced testing. So you have to be very stupid to, to piss dirty. And yet these guys are doing it. Not smart. Anyway. All right, we will uh, we will jump into this card. We'll probably have a quicker show tonight. This card is uh, ass. It's it's not good. It's not a good card. A couple of good fights, but it's pretty it's pretty fucking terrible, which we're used to now. I mean, we're coming off a week break, which the week break not much different than the card that we had two weeks ago. So wait, I thought it was anyway. a two week break. I mean, two week break. People are call- I saw so I saw a tweet today on like MMA fighting one of those stupid sites. Um, that they were saying Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill was the fight of the month. That was a completely one-sided fight. And Mackenzie Dern could have finished that fight 75 times and chose not to. And I don't think Angela Hill did a single thing. That's the fight of the month. I enjoyed Buffy more. (laughs) That just shows you uh, what what we were working with. Bobar. And people are allowing themselves to get tricked into it, too. They're like, oh, yeah, fight of the month? No, fuck off. If, if that's the fight of the month, just cancel the whole month. Didn't happen. Yeah, we're, we're in trouble. I, I thought the uh, Fluffy versus Edmund fight was better. I thought that was... It might have been, uh, yeah, beatdown of the month, that's for sure. It was great. So... Yeah. We'll split right. in some more beer talk throughout the podcast. Don't you worry. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We, we have different beers, though, besides domestic, so it might not be a good conversation. Yeah. I'll have to... Uh, well, well, we'll have to... Ooh, nice. That beer's called Cocaine? Cocaine. It sure. does kind of look like that. Does it have real cocaine in it? That is co- uh, cocaine-y. That's, that's how it started. It Do tastes they have the, uh, Is the little dude on the cans too, or is the little dude just on the bottle? So I he's, think it's he's just always the in bottle. a different spot. So yes. 
Yeah, I, he's only I on think the. They ball. just do it on the labels for the bottle, but uh, yeah. that beer, they've got like a little uh, Sasquatch dude that they hide on the label of the bottle in, in different spots uh, every time. It's it's tremendous. It's like that's what Canadian counts for fun of, up your lands. That's what counts Canadian for version fun of Mickey's. Uh, you know how they have the little puzzles on the the inside of the cap. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have cocaine beer here though. Well, but it's good. Terrible. Two for one. All right, let's uh let's jump in here. Main event: Kaikara Front, Amir Albazi, co-main Alex Caceres, Daniel Pineda, twenty twenty three. the only good thing about this card is they did not put Andre Arlovski versus Dante Mays in the main card. That's about the only the only real good thing here. But we'll uh, we'll, we'll jump right in light heavyweight division. Philippe wins. Maxime Grishin. New Sean. Just a couple of World Series of Fighting PFL washouts, I think. But at least they're putting them on first. They're not going to, you know, torture us. Uh, so if you happen to only tune in a half an hour late, it wouldn't be the worst thing because it's probably going to decision. Uh, Grishin never fights, hasn't fought in, in over a year. It's like 15, almost 15 months. Pick lens, but this is low level garbage trash. Yes. Brad, are you excited for the PFL washouts between a 37 and 39 year old that kick us off for the card? <laughs> I'm so excited that uh, I'm going to send out multiple tweets during this fight. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be tuning in. Uh, I'll pick Grishin just by doing like slightly more ugly kickboxing. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have uh, much. Of, what's the line on this thing? I don't even remember. I, I sometimes Christian, I don't get. I don't remember. Not a slight favorite. He's like minus one thirty. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I just this is not a fight. I'd be looking to bet. Plus, uh, Christian's a cheater. Obviously, he cheated to beat Thick Willie. So I think I'm going to pick wins for that reason. He's looked a lot better since he got unfat, though. So maybe there's something. Turns out that works. Who would have thought? Yeah, weird. Being in shape for a sporting event is useful. Huh. Wouldn't I guess it? All right. If he if he was in PFL, he would have tested positive for sure. Oh, that's yeah. why he got out. He knew he saw the way the sands were swirling. The testing was coming. He knew it was coming. <laughs> All right, Devon Blackshear, Luan Lacerda. New shot. Don't have much here uh, again. Um, it's kind of tough. To, to know what either of these guys are. I mean, I guess if you're, you're watching a shit ton of regional stuff, you'd probably have a better idea. But uh, both of these guys have lost to, to decent guys. Um, my guess, Lacerda, has is, is shown more activity. Um, if he can keep it on the feet, I think he probably wins. Brad. That's it. Good breakdown, Sean. Tremendous breakdown, Sean. That was good. Um, it's a tremendous fight. I like your passion. <laughs> I actually <laughs> kind of like uh, Blackshear's grappling game. Uh, I know that he ended up gassing out on super short notice against uh, Zalal and, and got a draw there. Um, and then ended up facing Basharat, who pretty damn good. Um I think that this is going to turn into a grappling match. Um, Lacerda wants to sub people. So 
I think I'm going to go, I guess this is a slight upset. I mean, it's hard to tell these days, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Blackshear here. Not sure if he ends up grabbing a, a sub at some point or just ends up winning a decision, but uh, I'll side with him. Sub in the sub guy. Yeah, th- it, this is every time you see a couple of good grapplers, and, and I actually have Blackshear's look pretty good um, in, in his fight so far. His, his grappling with good, he's pretty slick. But is this going to be one of those fights where you have two good grapplers and we're going to see just the worst 15 minutes of striking? Probably. Yep. Probably yep. we're going to see. Um, if this does go to the mat, I, I don't think there's this huge edge that you would see in the line from Lacerda when you look at the sub lines and just the overall line. And Blackshear's sub is like plus 900. And that seems a bit high for a guy that wins all of his fights for subs and has looked pretty good in the ground. I mean, these Brazilian black belts, like, offensively, yeah, they're amazing. But they also sometimes love getting subbed and they give up pretty quick. We've seen that a lot. So I think if Blackshear can get something, like he could he could finish the guy on the ground. So if I bet anything in this fight, I'd, I'll probably take a little bit of a stab on Blackshear sub at that plus 900 number. I think it's a, a bit inflated. All right, Bantamweight division, Daniel Santos, Yanni Munoz Jr. Brad, Sean, Sean. No, Brad can go first. Sean. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. Munoz is kind of a weird, weird guy to, to figure out. Uh, it seems like he has decent skills, but him just getting absolutely (laughs) smoked by Tony Gravely is, is kind of sketchy in hindsight. Um, I thought he looked okay against Maness, even though he lost, I'm I'm a bit surprised that this this line is the way it is. Um, I don't know. I uh, I'm I'm probably gonna pick uh, pick Munoz. I think it's probably worth a small bet at, at the price that he's at. Um, yeah, I just don't really think the uh, the Willy Cat is that great. Am I wrong, Brett? You're you're absolutely wrong. Love me some right. Willy Cat. This dude's he's fun. He's going to come in there. He'll get hit a little bit, but I don't think that Munoz has any kind of power to put it on him. Uh, and I, I think he's just throws offense from just about every angle you can imagine. And something in there is going to get through on Munoz. Uh, I guess Gravely kind of hits hard, uh, but you don't really think of him as uh, a power puncher and uh that didn't. That wasn't a great look for Munoz. So I, I think that might be something to the body because uh, Willie Cat throws all that uh, the spinning uh, back kicks and all sorts of spinning shit. Uh, or he might just land a, a massive knee like he did to, to Gastoneda and, and put him out. So uh, I'm Willie Cat. I think Willie Cat gets it done. I uh, don't know what the the price is on that. It's basically even money. So eh, uh, not thrilled about it. Um, but maybe I'll end up with the, the Willie Cat in a parlay with somebody later on. Yeah, I like Santos here. Uh, Dubronx, training partner, blonde hair, the whole bit. That'd be worth a bit. I think, I think he's got a big edge on the feet here. And he can, he can play on the ground if he needs to, which is where you know, he can try to get the fight. But I think on the feet, Santos got a, has a, a big, big edge here. And he's, he's just kind of a lunatic. He just brings a, a crazy pace. He's right in your face. Very aggressive. So, yeah, I like Santos here. I think at minus 200 or whatever, I think it's a good a good parlay piece. So I probably will have a little bit of Santos in a parlay. 
All right, women's strawweight, Elise Reed, Yin Yu Frey. What a fight. Can you, Sean? Give anything. So, so bad. So bad. Yes. Um, yes, it is. I, I know we say, you know, pick the dog. I don't think I can even pick uh, Frey in this one. She lost to Demopolis. She's lost to some very, very bad fighters. She's just not good. I'm not saying Reed is good. She looked okay in the first round against Lubumi, but they're both terrible. This is a low, low, low level fight on Invicta cards. Brad? Uh, The most shocking thing about this fight is that these two have a combined four wins in the UFC. That's, I, I, I mean, they're like four and eight or something like that in, in their UFC careers. Uh, but, you know, still hanging on to a job because everybody wants to fight. Uh, it's, you know, just some some real, real elite stuff. Um, apparently, this is the uh, the threesome bet of the week. Uh, oh. good, good, good luck with that. Um, but uh, I'm certainly staying away from this one uh it seems like a good time for a dog walk i'm being honest yep i got absolutely nothing i don't care same with this next fight heavyweight division andrea lofsky still fighting still making like 350k a fight fighters are underpaid my ass look at andrea lofsky he hasn't put on he hasn't put on one second of excitement in like his last 15 fights and makes more than pretty much everyone on every card that he fights on. It's absolutely tremendous. And more than the rest of this card combined, combined. probably multiple times over. It's probably close him versus everyone on the card. Honestly, that's not good. I don't don't think it's close. I think, well, I mean, Jimmy Miller, Jimmy Miller probably makes good money. Who? Jimmy Miller. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's fair. And then I bet France makes some money. He got he got up no, pretty he's high. He's a flyweight. Come on. I bet he makes some some okay money. Makes Tim, grand, so. Tim Elliott's been around for like thirty seven years. He he probably makes ten and ten. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, all right. You got anything here, New Sean? Oh, this should be an absolute gross fight. Um. I wonder how how big of a fight contract did Arlovsky sign because with how cheap UFC is, I cannot believe that they have not punted him or his contract had, has run out at this point. Um, he's, he still gets wins, which is just fucking wild. <laughs> like, that's the state of the heavyweight division in 2023. Uh, he's coming... He obviously got finished last time very quickly, but four straight wins before that, that is amazing. Um, over two and a half is like minus 200. That's that's crazy. Like, I, I know Arlovsky just always goes to decision, but man, he's, he's getting old. He's getting punched more. Maze is terrible, but could he catch Arlovsky? Yes. I don't have much faith in Arlovsky finishing anybody at this point. So it's it's pretty much Dante Maze inside the distance, I guess. Um, maybe that's a, a, a bit of a better angle. I don't know off the, the top. It's like 225. 
it's it's a terrible fight. I'm just grasping at straws to find bets on this card, but uh, I guess I'll pick Maze to to get Arlovsky out there. I'm trying to see how much France made in his last fight out of curiosity. But Brad, they don't announce that shit anymore. Like they do there's like tons in the city. Whenever they're in Vegas, which is yeah. like ninety percent of the cards now, it's yeah. they, they don't and, and like a bunch of others they've followed it. Like there's it's actually rare when uh fight purses are announced these days. Like it's yeah. it's much more they, they did announce his fight with Garbrandt, which he made one forty. That that's that's, that's, that's show seventy and seventy, win, right? Yeah, well, that's seventy. No, I think he had he killed him, so I'm guessing he got a, a bonus. Fifty. So so, so he's, he's making forty five and forty five, and then he got a fifty k fucking yeah <laughs> knockout of the night bonus. That's that's what that's what I'm thinking. Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. Oh man, Brad, you got anything here? I mean the the first instinct is obviously. Arlovsky by decision because it's Arlovsky facing a terrible heavyweight. But uh, when he goes kind of clued into that, (laughs) yeah, I yeah, it's plus one fifty for that, and he's plus one twenty, plus one ten on the money line. So not playing that. If you're going the Dante Omaze route, look at sub. I'm saying sub. Yep. I, I don't even know if he's ever subbed anybody. I don't think he knows you're allowed to. Arlovsky is looking for ways out of fights these days. I don't think he's going to put himself in a bad enough position where he's going to take a bunch of shots because he's not about that life. You don't fight until you're 57 years old, uh, getting knocked out a billion times early in your career if you take a bunch of shots. So I'm Dante Mays. Sub, if you're going to go in that direction, it's like plus 800, I think. Um, he does have a sub, it doesn't say go. what the sub was, it just says submission verbal. That's all you need, yeah. It's verbal, also known as he tapped the strikes. Did you know his nickname nope. is Lord Kong? Lord Kong, so I don't I might have to throw a little that's a good nickname. So, according to Tapology. Andre Arlovsky is still the 18th ranked heavyweight in the world. Like I said, he's he's four and one in his last five in the UFC. Yeah, but he probably lost all of those. But he probably lost all those in reality. All that matters is what's on the record, Lance. I remember people thinking he lost the uh, all of them. The Collier fight. It was it was by a thread in a lot of those. Yeah, he hasn't won decisively. Take another look, Sonny. It's going to happen again. So I couldn't find what Jimmy Miller made recently, but in 2020, he was at 104 and 104, which that's shocking. They were paying him 208 to show. Like, yeah, I was uh, Arlovsky. The last one that I saw was against uh, Felipe Linz, and it was 325 was his, his base. But he's on one of those – I don't know if it's still like the old structured – Strike Force contract where it's not win and show. Yeah, he won that was, fight, but it just showed three twenty five for his pay. That was from Strike Force that he had that. Yeah, because I remember he had some contract that like it was like part of his contract. It had to stay when the UFC bought him, so he's on this basically lifetime contract till they cut him. I guess. 
He's 44. He's never going to stop fighting. He doesn't get hurt. He's in nothing crazy. Like, good for him. Um, for, for this fight, I, I Mays, I think, is a guy who's going to be aggressive enough to beat Arlovsky. And, yeah, he might tire out, but it's not like Arlovsky's going to do anything. So I, I do think Mays could possibly get him early, beat him up a little bit, and Mays can keep the fight at, you know, his pace because it's Arlovsky. So he's not gonna gonna do anything except walk forward and not throw any punches. So I'm picking Mays here, but I'm not gonna be not gonna be betting anything. Hold on, Orlowski. All right. John Castaneda, Mateus Mendonca. I, I don't know. You sure? What? Um, that's uh, that's that's old. That's old news. Yeah, Fake news, Lance. I got old news. I was reading Wikipedia. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. seeing that name until right now. It's uh, it's now John Castaneda against Muin Gafura. Muin. I mean, is that gonna is, is that gonna change your breakdown at all? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, it should be a fun fight. Like both these guys are are throw some pretty decent offense. Um. Gafurev, you know, he lost to Ann Helliger uh, on the Contender Series, then got two good wins uh, at LFA, good finishes. It should be a fun fight. Um, Castaneda's obviously, uh, I don't know if he has durability issues or he just gets hit too much. Um, So it's hard to trust that guy, even though he's got pretty, uh, pretty solid offense. Um, I've actually seen Gafurov uh, a couple times. Uh, he fought old Johnny fucking Lineker in in one FC or one championship or whatever they're they're calling themselves these days. Um, I lost that fight because he's fighting John Lineker, yeah. uh, but. I know that he was originally signed to the UFC before the pandemic. Uh, and then there was some, like, he took a fight in another promotion or something stupid. Um, obviously, he can't read. Um, so, you know, it's very well suited for fighting. Uh, but I, I think he's a, a decently talented fighter. So I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be opposed to somebody who wants to take a little shot on... Uh, on Gafurov here or Gafurov. Um, short notice is a little bit worrisome, but I don't know. I've, I've never thought uh, a whole lot of John Castaneda. So yeah, we'll, we'll see if I get there. Probably not for this fight. Uh, it's not a, a strong lean or anything like that, but I think this is going to be competitive. Yeah. Castaneda is not that great. I think everyone thought he was going to be okay, but he really just sucks. What's the line of this thing? I didn't look. It's basically even. Uh, Castaneda's no. like favorite. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be a pass. I'm probably still going to pick Castaneda, just the experience. And if what's-his-face what's his is on short notice. Um, I remember, funny, I remember looking at this fight. Because I looked at all the fights like a, like earlier today when I had some time. And I just read Wikipedia. I'm like, I'm like Ron Burgundy when I'm reading the fights off. Uh, all right, Lightweight Division, Jay Malarkey, Muhumamama, Naimov. It's Naimov. They, these Russians aren't even trying anymore. They, they just put <laughs> the name in front. Naimov. Yeah, like, <laughs> fucking. Um, 
Yeah, I don't I don't know much about Namoff. I know he he lost to a guy on contender series that I don't think is that good. Um Jamie Malarkey is decent. Uh obviously if if you do hit him with something good, he he, he will go down. Um but generally he's a good fighter, well-rounded, can grapple, can strike if he needs to. I uh I'm not playing this. It's a big number, but uh I think Malarkey should uh should put it on him. Brad. Yeah, another short notice one here uh and you probably don't want to be short, no- short notice against uh, Malarkey because he'll get cracked a bunch in the first round, but then keep coming at you. Um, and, man, name of just terrible last name. Uh, his nickname is Hillman. It's honestly like they just hit random on the old name it's generator. Player. And they're like, yeah, sure, it's cre- it's yeah, whatever. It's create a player. You just fucking hit. His Random. first name is Muhammad John. Like, what? Which one? Are you are are you Muslim? Are are you Christian? Like, what's going on here? Make up your mind, dude. Um, yeah, not no faith in the guy who who can't even come up with a, a real identity of his own. Yeah, I'm taking Malarkey here. I don't like Malarkey since the robbery of Michael Johnson. I've hated him since, That's fair. but. I think his strike is good enough to get this done in short notice. And yeah, this seems he went from a massive dog to a massive fave. So that's going to be a boost in the old confidence there too. So big win for Malarkey already. Um, all right. And then we move on to the main card. Abu Bakakar, Nurmagomedov versus Elijah Dushku. New Sean. Now the layoff is, is a bit concerning with uh, Elijah Dushku. Uh, have not having fought since 2021, but I think he's the better fighter. Uh, Nurmag- this Nurmagomedov is is a fraud, Madoff. Um, I know he's got a couple wins in the UFC, but he is still not that good. Uh, I think that just kind of shows how bad some of the fighters are that he's fought. Um, Dos Santos is is good. I think he can keep it on the feet, and if it's on the feet, he's going to be a lot better. And uh, shitty Nurmanga made off. So uh, I'll be betting Elijah Dushku. Brad? Yeah, certainly starting to, to creep up there in age. Um, but this is a, a Russian who can't really strike, but also doesn't like to wrestle. Um, not, not the smartest fella that you've ever seen in your life. Um, so. I think this is going to mostly stay on the feet. Uh, Eliza's shown pretty decent takedown defense through his entire UFC career. Not the greatest in the world, but it, it takes some effort to, to take him down. Maybe it'll happen once or twice in this fight, but I don't think he's going to spend a lot of time on his back. And when they're on the feet, I think there's a significant advantage going his way. So going to end up having a, a little bet on the, uh, the old douche coup. Um basically even money here probably take it up to like minus 120 if it moves in that direction but we'll wait until uh closer to fight day to actually place that one yeah on this one with the fellas here with elijah dushku hollywood superstar um i think on the feet he's just way better he's more creative he's got that weird capoeira style that's all over the place but i think he's actually effective 
with it. He's been he's been out for a little bit. He's getting old. He's getting up there in age. But I think this thing's going to be on the feet. I think his takedown defense is good enough to keep this standing. And I think on the feet, he's just the, the much better striker. I was surprised about this line um, being where it is. So I will be on him. And that is the consensus bet of the week. Oh, yay. We found one. We're also so enthusiastic about it. We really sold yeah. it for the folks. You know? <laughs> this is a great card. I'm just here to support the fighters and just real excited. Anyway, women's flyweight. <laughs> Kareen Silva versus Ketlin Souza. I have never heard of either of these ladies. Nushan? Main card, though. Main card. Yeah, sure. main card. Um, the only reason I remen- or can remember Kareen Silva is because of her hair. She's got a. This card's on hair. ESPN. Yeah. No. Uh, no, it's on. Uh... Oh, yes, it is. It's it is be on, on ESPN. Plus. No, it's on ESPN. What? You know, I, is this telling? When's the contract expire? They just extended it. No, it's it's it's. I've read some articles. You can't read. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm pretty sure oh, they extended you, it. Yeah, you, you have CES. I think it's got like less than two years left. They extended five, it in 2000. Five year 150 begins in 2019. Yeah, so there's only like, yeah, there's not that much. There's a year and a half left. Uh, so that, no, but there's, uh, there's another article from... 2022 that i'm reading anyway we'll i'll read through this expires it expires 2025 okay i read the article that said they might look for multiple uh companies to work with for this next one is that their way of saying that uh no company wants to take all of their all of their no, that they're putting on lately. No, it's the, it's the opposite. It would maximize because it would, it would make more money if they. Spend. Yeah, you sign well, I mean, contracts with four or five different. So maybe they tell ESPN, "Hey, we'll give you you know this many cards plus the pay per views," and then they tell NBC with Peacock or whatever. Because there's still when they did the contract in 2019, streaming was was still less still all the different options. Now they they could sell part of it to Amazon Prime. They could sell part of it to YouTube, Google. They can sell part of it to Peacock, whatever. There's just would they have to try there. harder? I guess that's the question. If they set it up and and spread it around, are, would they have to try harder? I would think because these contracts, they have to. If they're with new companies, like they don't, ESPN only cared about ESPN Plus signups, so it's like mission accomplished. And you know, having people go to it and order the pay per views and all that stuff. But for like a Peacock or Amazon Prime or any of those other ones, like if they sign it with an NBC or CBS, whatever it is, they'd have to prove out ratings for them to continue. Which, obviously, if they're airing this giant pile of shit on ESPN. <laughs> do you remember what the ESPN cards were when they first did the ESPN deal? They're awesome. They were, they were good. Amazing. They were not as good as what they were the Fox cards. But the and Fox cards. Sorry, Fox sorry that's what I was cards. thinking of. I was I was thinking of the Fox cards. Yeah, and FS one. Name some of those main cards. That was uh, that was so the shit. the first the first UFC uh, on ESPN card was free. Francis Ngannou versus Cain Velasquez. It's not bad. 
Kai Car of France versus Albizi. <laughs> you, see, <laughs> you see the difference here? Aljo was in the prelims of that card. I, so you can't really judge that. It was a long time it's, ago. It's gotten a bit different. I mean, the first what was the first here, there's a third ESPN plus card had Tiago Santos versus Jan Blahovich. Like they yeah, used to the actually like, was... put on, you know, good no cards. cards. The first so UFC on ESPN. This, this plus, was before they, they didn't have to do it at the Apex though. But I they, they don't have to do it at the Apex now, and they still. Yeah, I know, but they're choosing so. to. The first UFC on ESPN Plus card: Cejudo versus Dillashaw, yep. Crowder versus Hardy, Gregor Gillespie, Joseph Benavidez, Glover Teixeira, Donald Cerrone. What hey, do we get now? Me. ESPN Plus cards now. It's just a bunch of Invicta people. Lance, you don't know. Maybe uh, Kareen Silva is going to be the next star. It's possible. Five, I mean, five years from now, when we're talking about the next uh, rights deal, we'll be like, man, that Kareen Silva, she was on the main card of an ESPN. Wow, she's the GOAT now. The second ESPN Plus card Marlon Moraes versus Rafael Asuncao, Jose Aldo versus McCoy, uh, Moicano. Damian Maya, Lyman Good, Dubronx, Tamer, Johnny Walker. That was an ESPN Plus card. I know, and they they obviously were were pumping those up because they were the first couple and stuff like that. I, I think there was a fair. That decent... card was in between two pay per views. I know. I know. So they had that card in between two pay per views. The pay per views were still pay per views. So why are the cards so bad? Because they're in <laughs> the Apex one... and they don't need to sell tickets. Look at this card that we have now. And then the pay-per-view next week is complete and utter dog shit. And then the card after the pay-per-view is complete and utter dog shit. Uh, I just... But, uh, I, I but they always do that. They, they give Canada the shit cards. Um, but once again, that, that UFC on ESPN, Vittori versus Cannoneer, that's in the fucking Apex again. Masvidal Till. They don't give a fuck. Masvidal Till was the ESPN Plus card. I remember that. That was the start of yeah. That one Masvidal uh, that deserved to be on ESPN Plus. Nobody watches. And then the second George. ESPN card, George, was headline Gaethje versus Barbosa. Yeah. That'd like be I a said. pay-per-view now main event. <laughs> All the ESPN Plus cards are amazing. I'm looking back. ESPN Plus 7. So we're a little bit down the contract now. Headlined by Overeem, co-main event, Makashev, third fight from the top, Sergey Pavlovich. Yep. That's a plus card. Now look where we are. Angela Hill. <laughs> now, so we went from those main events to Angela <laughs> Angela Hill versus Dern with a co-main. And we we, we only got that one because of uh, what what was the, supposed to be the main event there. I don't well, remember. It worse. Uh, no, I mean obviously not. But um, what the hell was the main event? There? And their their fucking matchmaker was on, on the Dern one? Twitter um, the other day. Oh, it was supposed to be Pennington versus Aldana oh. too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Case in point. <laughs> At least Dern is always exciting. I'm actually I actually enjoy watching Dern fights. But Aldana uh, Pennington. The, the matchmaker guy was on Twitter the other day being like, oh, oh man, I don't remember the last time it was a bad card. It was like years ago. It was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's going to be this Saturday. Like, it's crazy. So, like, I'm actually excited for when they get new partners. Because let's say they get three or four more partners. Like, let's say they actually spread the spread the wealth here. Maybe ESPN only does pay-per-views. Because they still get the ESPN Plus for people that want to buy pay-per-views. They have more built up, so they don't really care about subs as much as they used to. So maybe they get pay-per-views and they split it. And then ES- then UFC does two or three deals with different companies. Like, they'd have to try again. And eventually they're going to have to stop using the fucking Apex. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, it does to them. They're making shit tons of money and they don't have to travel. But they make more money when they do shows. Like, have you seen the gates of the shows they started doing when they're doing more shows? They're enormous. But then you they know they're coming here in a couple months. They also have to put good fights on those cards. So, Not necessarily. I've been to a bunch of cards in Nashville. It's always just absolute dog shit and they sell every seat. Yeah, those those are the best cheap fucking fight night cards in in random cities where you. It's can coming, get like good you know, stuff. it's coming to Nashville in August. Yeah, but I, the, I will not be there. The, the, the tickets are going to be outrageous because they're all, they're just absolutely outrageous for all cards right now. Yeah, my my son, not just cards, just sports have gotten insane. Like Shane wants to go to my son wants to go to the Bengals game. They're mm-hmm. playing Titans. It was like. Almost three hundred for nosebleeds. God damn! Like you take a family of four to a football game and sit in okay seats, it's like fifteen hundred bucks. It's crazy. Enjoy your Sunday, man. Anyway, do you guys got anything for Kareem Silva? Silva's got cool hair. That's what I got. I'm not even gonna look her up. The only thing I thought about this fight is like, oh, Ketlin Vieira got married and changed her last name, but it's not. It's different. It's a different Catlin. No, oh, it is a different. Yeah, I just assumed it was the same Catlin. I didn't know there was more than one Catlin in the world. So, good for her. What this for having sucks. the same name as another also bad fighter in the UFC? I still watch every card, every fight. I do. If I'm doing something, I don't you're, care. You're a hardcore. I, you are a hardcore. I do not. I watch every fight. I, I do. Like now, if I'm out, if I'm doing something, or the kids at a game or something, and I miss a few fights, it's like whatever. I'll catch it. But like, I watch every fight, and I love that. I, I hate when we don't have fights. Like I like watching the fights. I do all that. But like, I don't get as excited anymore. I used to get excited for a card. Now it's like, well, I have to watch the UFC today, and I I enjoy it for the most part. It's better than not watching it. That's always in my day. It's better than not watching it. But man, these cards, like anyone who's defending at this time, like I I just read those, you know, six or seven cards. Those were all better cards than we've had in the last year on anything that wasn't pay-per-view. Not quite. I used to be like, all right, the the first fight's starting at 4.30. I'm going to make sure that I'm at the couch. I'm going to take the dog out for a walk at 3.30. We're going to get back. Um, and now I'm just like, I start seeing like people tweeting about fights that are happening. I was like, oh, the fight started. 
only reason I know when they okay. started is because well, I locked Hope Master. When... <laughs> I don't know. I'll for a second. He's back. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, something about Hope Master. Yeah, I suck at Hope Master. No, I said the only reason I know when they start is because I have to lock Hope Master. You have to lock oh, it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's sometimes like where I do miss a couple. If I look at the first two fights, let's say a fight card starts a little early, which is like 3 o'clock, 3.30. If the first two fights are like just two fights, not in a million years I care about between two people I don't know, and they're like women's flyweight or whatever, I may or may not flip it on. I might just flip it on like 30 minutes after and just wait for the next one. It's tough. It's tough out there. Especially in summer, like – yeah, summer's tough I'm up gonna, here. I'm gonna be outside. I'm gonna be drinking some beverages, whatever my beverage of choice is that day. And if it's not a good fight, uh, I'm I'm not coming back inside until the bugs start to get at me, or uh, or there's something decent on there. Yeah, it's it's oh. different in in winter. There's there's fuck all to do, especially in the the heart of winter here. So I mean. Yeah. Obviously, the fights are going to be on. When it's, it's summertime, we don't you know the, the longest summer, so it's... Uh, My stuff during the day. I got kids. We go to the pool we during the day. I'm playing golf. It's during the day. Yeah, but that's a mistake that you made, so... Mm. <laughs> True. Anyway, uh, Tim Elliott, Victor... No, that's not... That changed, too. No, it didn't. That was wrong. No, no, Victor Altmarino. God, I'm out of it right now. Anyway. <laughs> New Sean... This is a tough one. You got to you got to play a little psychology in this one. Now, is Tim Elliott going to be extremely motivated to make some money and prove uh, the his his ex that 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 piece of uh, crap lady wrong, or is he going to be over aggressive because he's going to take a bunch of rage out on Altamirano and get put in a bad position? Tim Elliott's a pretty good fighter. Uh, if, if he can fight to his ability, I think he wins this. Uh, it's just a bit scary uh, knowing what how his head is uh, coming into this fight. Um, I'll pick Elliott, but I don't think I'm touching him. Bradley? I, I think he's got a weight lifted off his shoulders. He's, uh, he's cut the old anchor loose. Uh, what was... Uh... Whose wife? She's terrible. Um, she was some shitty fighter. I forget her name. Yeah, uh, she lost to the the, the catch a beating. Gina Mazzani made a bunch of money when she lost to catch a beating. I think. Yeah. Uh, Good for her. But, yeah, she's. Uh, I. You know what I hope happens is that he wins this fight because uh, even if he gets super aggressive, I'm not sure that there's anybody in the UFC that's a a worse wrestler than Victor Altamirano. Um, so he'll still end up in top position at some point. Uh, but I hope he calls her out after the fight. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Get it, get it going. I'm coming um, for you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, or, uh, or he can uh, move up three weight classes and, and fight Kevin Kroom. He's been cut it. several times over. Yeah, he's, he's not dude. good enough. Yeah. Well, that's why it'd be a great guy for him to call out. A flyweight out to like 155 or something and uh, beating up some, some redneck that uh, slept with his wife. 
But right. Tim Elliott, parlay. Um, I, I think he might be the one with Willie Cat. We'll, we'll see. But uh, minus like seven, the same thing, six, Brad. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm liking that. Yeah, I was looking at the same thing. Uh, I, I think the wrestling edge is massive here. And if Elliot does get in some awkward positions, because he does sometimes, he's good at getting out of awkward positions as well. Uh, pretty good scrambler, but good wrestler. I think he'll be able to stay on top. I think on the feet, he can push the pace, get in his face, make sure he doesn't get hurt too bad, and then work in the wrestling. And I think Elliot's going to be way more active on top more, and just I think he wins a, a pretty clear-cut decision here. I actually like minus 175, I think, is, is fair. I was looking at him with uh, Santos as well. So that's where we are. Lightweight division, Jimmy Miller, heroin addict, new shot. Kaposa mentioned it on Twitter. Um, Jared Gordon got knocked out, you know, how long ago was that? Uh, April weeks. 22nd, so like five weeks, six weeks. That's a pretty short amount of time. Um, he was also 193 pounds when he got the call, which was, you know, 17 days before the fight. So, I mean, that's, that's not the shortest notice, but that's uh, that's a lot of weight uh, he's going to have to cut. So, there's there's definitely some things going against him in this one. Um, he is pretty durable. Um, Jimmy Miller, it's, it's a bit concerning... I, I don't know if he has 15 minutes in him at this point. Now, he might be good enough to win the he first two rounds. He he lost. I mean, Alex Hernandez, the god. Look how strong I, that man is. I, I'm stronger I, than Jared Gooden, Gordon. He's half heroin. <laughs> so, like, I guess Miller can probably win the first two rounds and then uh, survive the third. I don't think Jared Gordon's you know putting out that much offense in the third anyway. So I guess I could see him winning the decision. Um, Miller is old. He has had a million fights. But I don't think George, Jared Gordon's offense is going to be good enough to get him out of there. So the pick is definitely uh, is uh, Jimmy fucking Miller. I'm still deciding if I want to mush you guys. Brad? Um, I, I got to push back a little bit on the Jared Gordon is is durable. Uh, he used all of his durability fighting off the death from the old addiction. And he's been uh, knocked out a ton. Yeah, I was going to say, he's hasn't he been finished in like literally all of his losses? He's survived the, to the bell once in his career. Oh, against Patty. That doesn't Patty. count. Yeah, what? every other fight besides Patty, he has been finished. And that doesn't yeah. count Bobby Green headbutting him to death. <laughs> yeah. On purpose and then complaining about it. Jim Miller's going to kill this guy. <laughs> he is going to finish the job that heroin started. Ooh. That's it. it. It's it's over for him. Uh, Jim, What's Jim Miller round? You can get Jim Miller in round one at plus 700. Seven bills. That is wild to me. That's, uh, haven't seen a, a Jim Miller round one like that since uh, he was like a plus 300 against Rosie Roberts. But we're on Jim Miller. Uh, we're going to take the, the money line, and uh, we're going to be on some of that round one as well. Um, Jimmy fucking Miller, of course. What's, what's sub? Uh, sub is... Six. 550 for Jimmy Miller's sub, man. But he's been... 
He's been knocking dudes Cracking fools, man. Yeah. He does what he wants. Yeah. Whatever he feels like. He beat the fuck out of Lyme disease. That's right. what he wants. Brad, you gotta um, do the triple stack, the money line inside round one. Come on, man. There you go. Probably. I uh I like I like Jimmy Miller here. I know he's getting up there in age, but he's he's seems a bit revitalized. I think even in the last fight against Alex Hernandez, who's a hard hard dude to deal with, was a side for Jim style. And you know, as everyone knows, I'm much bigger and stronger in Jim after our altercation in the Walgreens. Not a very strong man. Really impressive what he was able to accomplish. It's now an altercation. You know, having having any sort of strength. I mean, I almost beat on him right in the middle of Walgreens because he was he was so weak. This weak handshake. But I love Jimmy Miller. Absolutely love Jimmy Miller. One of my, probably one of my all-time favorite fighters, honestly. Exactly. Like, I absolutely love the guy. His style, he's exciting, just puts on fun fights. And I think I think the wrestling here is the difference. Gordon is not a very good wrestler. Like, sometimes you get some takedowns here and there, but he is not a very good wrestler. And I think Jim can get the takedowns here. And I think on the feet, Jim's striking has been good. Like, he's... You know, before the Hernandez fight, Jim was Jim was hurting guys. Like he was he was looking good, and I think even at 39, I think you're getting a big plus number on on Jim Miller versus a guy who was just knocked out, who's not very good anyway. And yeah, I think this is a I think this is a bit of a steal here, especially the guy who's been finishing the ground a lot. Um, so yeah, I like uh, Jim Miller. He's like what plus 150, plus 160, so in that range. So that is going to be. Munich. So that'll be the Munich bet of the week this week. Currently stands 715 and 12. But 12, that's a lot of losses. We need to pick it up. I know. 11 of those are currently in dispute. Oh, that's that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Like fixes. Just... Yeah, I've been talking to commissions. They're fixes, things like that. <laughs> Mostly with Kraus. James Kraus. Yeah, Kraus fights. Yeah. Fucking guy. Fucking guy. Yep. Uh, shameless plug before we move on. Uh recorded a, a show uh, a rewatch show with uh, our buddy dan tom the other day um it was it was fun jim miller was on that card from 2008 still got it that was a long legend. time ago years legend yeah i was just i was just out of out of college that was I'm my old final now. year yeah yeah i graduated i'm older am i older than you i think we're the same age how old are you? you like, I, I would have graduated by then in the in the year because it was later in the year. But uh, yeah, I'm thirty. I'm thirty eight. I am turning thirty eight this year. Mm. I turned thirty eight a couple months ago. So yeah, there we go. Yeah, I graduated high school in '03. I did, but then I stayed for the old victory lap. <laughs> you did an extra year of high school? Yeah. Huh. I figured it was college where you you fell the year. But no, it's the high school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, high school was fun. I really enjoyed high school. I loved high school. People yeah, complain about it. it. Great pick up, pick on nerds. Like there was all kinds of cool stuff you could do in high school. <laughs> enjoyed it. All right, let's move on now. Another guy. Both these guys, honestly, two of the guys that I absolutely love watching. I'm cool with this co-main event, to be honest. Like it's a shitty co-main event in terms of like status and importance, but. Alex Caceres, Daniel Pineda is a pretty fucking awesome fight. And and I'm actually really excited about this fight. Really, the last the last three fights in this card, it really it really does it really does pick up for an excitement. Not important, still shitty, but excitement. So last, Nishan, I would almost say last four. Like Tim Elliott's usually pretty fun to watch. I mean, you can go for it. Kareem Silva. Kareem Silva's like a big <laughs> fucking ass. Like she's 
Some call her the second coming. She's the she's the woman version of GSP, is what I've heard recently. I don't know her style or if that makes any sense. I've never seen her or heard of her until today. All right. You got anything here, Newsham? Like you said, it should be a fun fight. Um, Alex Caceres knocking out Juliana Rosa last time out uh, still perplexes me. Now, of course, we've seen Rosa. He, he went back to his old ways. That was always in his past, and, and now it's showing up again. But Caceres really doesn't finish people and finish people like that. Like, usually, you know, he has dropped some people in, in his uh, in his career, but usually goes for the sub, not just absolutely cleans out a guy. Um, we're not getting any sweet uh, Daniel Pineda, like, inside the distance lines anymore. They've kind of clued in that he's... Uh, Finish your bust because, yeah, like his inside the distance is like plus 180. Barely any boost there. Um, Caceres is probably the better fighter. I think Pineda is the better finisher. Could I see Pineda cracking Caceres and, and doing some damage on, down there? It's it's possible, but I'll, I'll probably take uh, Bruce Leroy to uh, win the decision. Brad? I think the smartest bet on this fight is probably what Sean just said. Uh, Caceres' decision is up at like plus 250, which I think is pretty damn inflated uh, considering he just, uh, you know, not considering, but because he just got that knockout uh, against a Rosa. How is that a good bet? What do you mean? I think Pineda would bre- would shoot himself instead of going to a decision. <laughs> what are you talking about? He does not go to decision ever. Sure he does. He hasn't been to the third round since 2016. What are you when talking he, about? No, no, no. Right. When, when he loses, when he loses, it's you. I know Cub finished him. But when well, you loses, said Caceres by, by decision. decision. Yeah. So when Pineda loses, it's usually by decision. Caceres is no. not going to finish Pineda. He's been finished nine times. <laughs> you you got you to gotta look at it a little bit closer. The last he had, he had a little bit of a streak there in his his first run uh, in the, in the UFC where he was losing by decision uh, to a couple of guys. So he's had eleven straight fights finished before the third round. Okay, so that brings me. Bruce Leroy's to offense is not really like that killer yeah. either, but yeah, that yes, brings me to does like the to bet get out of that there. I am going to make on this fight, uh, which is at the old bet online, and it is. Daniel Pineda, no scorecards, plus 105. Because if somebody is getting a finish in this fight, it is going to be Daniel Pineda. I do not see him getting finished. Or Alex Caceres. You know why Pineda gets finished in all his losses? The dude's like an all-time quitter. Used to be. Used to be. (laughs) Early in his career, he was absolutely true. But uh, no, he's... That that is uh, that's still hanging around. That part of his reputation, the books haven't got past yet. They figured out that if he's winning, he's finishing the dude. They haven't figured out that he's actually a, a tougher out than you think he is. I'm going to go the opposite direction of the decision. The under two and a half is like minus one thirty or so. Great, it's going to be Pineda knocking him out. 
Pineda getting a sub, Pineda quitting and getting subbed. Those are really the only two, the three options that I see. I don't think Caceres is going to knock him out with some crazy head kick or anything like that. Pineda, after about seven minutes, is dead. I mean, this guy goes like this faster than maybe anyone in the UFC. And Caceres, he's going to take him down and submit him, and Pineda is going to be completely okay with it. So under two and a half, minus 130 or so, um, really like that bet. I, I see one way or the other. This this is not getting to a third round. I mean, these guys are both finishers. And on the flip side, they both love getting choked. So combined, they've been subbed 13 times, and they have 26 subs. Caceres is absolutely not a finisher. Take it back. That's bullshit. He's not really a finisher, but if, if somebody serves it up, he'll take it. He's finished three of his last four. He's finishing dudes. He's a, all right, he's he's a finish when he gets in an advantageous position in the ground, he finishes. Fair. He's got a lot of subs. He went through that run where he got fucking boring. It was after they got that big fight with the IR, he kind of got boring for a while. And now he's back to like old Caceres. Anyway, under two and a half. Fighting bad guys. Boom, that too, which Pineda's going to kill him or, or give up. It's it's simple. All right, Kaikara France, Amir Albasi. Nisha. Really good fight. We got we got one of those that, you know, matters and is a good fight. That's the going right this this uh, this time of year, I guess, or this just ESPN uh, history right now. Um I'm a bit surprised by the line. Uh, I do think Albazi is, is very good, and he's needed a, a pretty decent step up. This is a pretty, this is a very large step up. Um, Kakar France looked good against Moreno. He just got caught, um, and that's coming from a guy that I think I was on Moreno, or I was on the under. I, I can't remember, but um, Albazi is a very good grappler. If it's if it's on the feet, I think Kaikara France is going to light him up. Um, Kaikara France's takedown defenses look pretty damn good. Uh, he stopped 14, or twelve of fourteen against Askarov, who is a very good wrestler for this division. Um, Kaikara France might get taken down, but his get up game is pretty good, and he's going to make him work to get those takedowns. And when it's on the feet, he's got a fairly decent size edge. Um, I'm going to bet uh, I care for small. What I like more is the under, under four and a half. Um, not many books have it. A lot of them have the three and a half, but four and a half uh, gives you a little bit extra time. Um, I think Albazi can can possibly get Kai Kara France early, but if, if he doesn't, I think Kai Kara France takes over and, and gets him out of there before the bell. Brad. Yeah, I, I don't have a, uh, a strong opinion on this fight. I think that Albazi has a pretty huge edge if it does get to the ground. Uh, but as Sean said, old uh, old Steve Franz uh, has some decent takedown defense. Um, I'm not sure how much of it is actually good takedown defense or good wrestling versus guys kind of being stupid against him. Uh, like... Askarov, he was able to stop a bunch of takedowns, but that dude was shooting from about seven miles away and then just decided that he was going to throw some hands instead, uh, which is 
all-time brain-dead stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm probably just passing on this one. Um, I've previously picked Albazi as a, a breakthrough or breakout fighter of the year. Uh, so, you know, I want, want to see him fulfill that promise that I bestowed on him. Uh, I'm not sure that this is necessarily the greatest matchup for him to do it, but if he does get on top, I think that France is uh, in some trouble in this spot. There have been guys that have been able to advance position and get him uh, in some compromising spots, and uh, I think he's got a little bit more finishing ability than some of those guys. Uh, so Albazi by sub is like almost plus 300. That's a little bit tempting, but that's really the only thing I'm looking at here. Yeah, I like France here. Uh, old Steve. I think he can keep. I think he can keep this thing on the feet. His takedown defense is pretty good. I think if he gets taken down, he could be in a bit of trouble with Elbazi. But I also don't see this being any sort of grappling match. I think this, you know, how Elbazi is. I think he sees this as an opportunity to put his name out there. He's the main event, ESPN. I think he's going to come out just throwing hands. And I think on the feet, I think France is just a way better striker. He's more technical. Just the, the faster fighter. I think Elbazi's obviously got the power edge there, but I think as long as France can avoid that big shot and keep this in the feet, which I think it will be, I think he can pick him apart. I think this is France just taking over as each round goes by. Elbazi going to be super dangerous early, and I think France is going to get better every round. And what is it like minus 115, 120, somewhere around there, around a pick him? Is it still there? Minus 110 right now. Look at that. Um, I, I like France here. I, I think I think France is, is still that guy. I think he got got to the he, he was earned to get to that title shot. He had some big wins. He beat a guy that no one was beating, and I think his takedown defense is good enough to keep this in the feet and pick him apart. So I do like France here, and I will have a bet on France. So that'll do it. Um, fast show. I think we did pretty good with some side talks and fun. So appreciate it. Um, we'll be back next week for main event with Du Bronx. I assume everyone's going to turn the fights off after the Dubronx Derry Ush fight. Everyone's Is like, oh my God. Main event? Oh, something called Ald- Aldanis? Aldanis? I don't know. Huh. Sure, dog could have been wrong. Who wins uh, the yeah, cup? Yeah, we need the Sean cup prediction. What's the cup? What's the uh, cup? I, I hope the cup? Uh, Florida wins. The hockey even though I hate, I hate the. the um, the state of Florida, but I hope they win the cup because I have a shit ton of money on Goldie Bob to win the France might. So that's what we're going with. That's that's, that's the big one is uh, we got some, did, did you get in back when it was like 3,500 or whatever? No, but I told you to take a shot at it. Of course. I, I certainly did. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that will finally probably be the one that, uh, gets me sent away from the old candy books that I'm still allowed to bet at. <laughs> yeah. The cup, huh? The cup. The, yeah. the, the NBA finals that start, people are going to watch hockey. find that hard to believe. So the one thing I really have to give hockey shit about is the season starts before the NBA season. They play the exact same amount of regular season games, the exact same amount of playoff games, and yet the hockey finals start after the NBA finals. When did the hockey finals start? Uh, they start on Saturday. Saturday. Isn't that when the NBA finals starts? No, they start tomorrow. 
tomorrow. I didn't look. I wake up, I look at what games are on today, and then I bet them. More importantly, game three of the NLL finals. Saturday night, banger. Can't Buffalo, wait. Buffalo, Colorado. It's, uh, it's been a bloodbath so far. Big match. Kill each other. Really excited. Himmy Butler, though. Who's that? He is him. That's what the kids say. I, I heard about it. That's, that's I hadn't what heard they the say. I hadn't heard the him thing until a few weeks ago, and you know, I kind of like it. He's him. He trademarked. Like just take your uh, your cues from whatever water show is saying on Twitter. That's, that's no jump uh, on some of the lingo. Is uh... he is good at that? But no, I read an article that Jimmy Butler yesterday actually trademarked Himmy Butler, and he will be making a shoes. No, a beverage drink and clothes i don't clothes, know I yeah. probably, beverage all of the above probably. but i i i saw i uh i saw he trademarked himmy butler and i enjoyed that because he's awesome and the celtics crying and boston losing is always that's, just that's I, quite enjoyable it's, it's yeah. especially because they come back this, from three and then it it's just gets so great it was just perfect this version of the celtics Script. is like i used to hate the warriors like the, yep. the prime I remember. Draymond Warriors. Everyone did. I think I might like these Celtics even less than those guys. They yeah. they lead the league in like, ref, that was your foul. Fuck off. Play basketball. Yeah. yeah. Jason Tatum. Big golf tournament this weekend too, though. So, you know. Are, are you going to send us a winner? We got a winner? I already sent him. Yeah, I know, but do we have a winner? Oh, maybe. <laughs> Patty Ice. He loves this place. All right. Uh, and then U.S. Open. U.S. Open is be amazing. So thank you all for listening. We right. really appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Do Bronx Fight Week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>